1: What is up, all of my beautiful freaking people? Welcome back to another episode of FML Talk. You guys are in for a good one today. I know you love your Girl Talk episodes. I know you love when we just shoot the shit and laugh. My girl, Rory Uphold, is here today, and it is all of your Girl Talk episode dreams come true with a bit of healing, a lot of fucking tea. So sit back, grab a motherfucking cocktail and welcome to FML Talk. Oh my God. Wait,
0: how old was the other girl? 19, can you believe that? Hey, hey, this
1: is Gabrielle Stone. Good book. I forgot check
0: <gasps> he did what? 48
1: hours? What a dick. Yeah, but have you seen all the photos on her Instagram? <laughs> and this is FML Talk. Oh no, she didn't. Oh my God, you guys, today's episode is so fun. I went on Rory's podcast back in like early 2023, um, Crimes of the Heart. Such a great, fun show. And I just absolutely fell in love with her. I knew I wanted to bring her on because she has been fucking through the ringer, y'all. If you think my life was an FML story, wait till you hear some of the shit that she is about to drop on the podcast today. Um, But really what this episode became, because I knew I was just going to invite her over and we're going to shoot the shit. What this episode became was how going through all the bullshit in life teaches you what you need to really know and learn about yourself to start attracting the good shit in the future and how it's all fucking worth it. But we're going to get to how it's all worth it and get to all the lessons, which there will be plenty of in this episode, by going through all the trauma and the bullshit that we have both been through. It's fun. You're going to laugh. There's so much goodness in it, but there will be some really good golden nuggets of information for your healing journeys, as we always have here on FML Talk. I want to give a little bit of a trigger warning. There is a situation that she talks about where the asshole that she was involved with ended up getting in trouble in the Me Too movement for sexual assault. So we do talk about that. There is a pretty heavy revelation that she has around that. But if you do have a trigger around this, I, I feel like this is one of the episodes that it will help you to hear what she has to say around it. I also want to point out that the person that we do talk about who ended up being named publicly, we don't talk about his name on the show. But when we stopped recording, she told me after and my fucking jaw hit the floor. Not that I know who he is, but I know who he's married to. And I was like blown away. We'll just leave it at that. I know my FMLers do their their investigative skills, Um, so I'm sure if you go down a fucking rabbit hole, you can find it on your own on the glorious interweb, Um, but this episode just ended up being so good, so fun. It's a little bit longer than we normally go on FML Talk, so I hope you guys sit back, relax, sip on your fucking cocktails, and enjoy. Rory (laughs) upholds. welcome welcome thank you for having me i'm stoked we're already having a blast (laughs) i'm so excited i was like we have to shut the fuck up and actually hit record because we've already like gone through so much shit since you've walked into my house it is rare that i go on someone's podcast and i'm like this person's fucking rad i have to have them on fml talk and you are one of those people
0: thank you i feel like i also inserted myself into your life i was like (laughs) i'm a fan and i like you and you're my friend now and um i'm not deal with it yeah i was like this is not a negotiation
1: thing i love it but lo and behold we attract people into our life for a reason and we sat down and started talking on your show and i was like oh we have odd similarities in our lives we do with that capital t and little t trauma (laughs) (laughs) all the trauma yeah um so today we're really gonna dive into the shit show that is your life which is so nice for me to say because normally it's the shit show that my life has been but you like there are not many people where i'm like this person might one-up me on their FML story. Oof. I feel like you have taken that place. I don't know if that's a good thing.
0: I know. I was, <laughs> like, I was thinking, I was like, that's like a badge of honor that's made out of shit. <laughs> You're like, thank you, but yeah. also like, fuck my life. <laughs> yeah, tr- truly FML. <laughs> yes. So I, like, where do we even start? I mean, I thought I was going to marry a man and he called me on the phone and just said, hey, babe. Um, he started I, with, hey, babe. Yeah. Hey, babe. I, <laughs> I got the, he, so he was in grad school at the time. And he was like, I got the internship that I really wanted. And I was like, that's amazing. And he was like, yeah. And then I said, wait, what's going on? Like, why aren't you so excited? Right. Because I think we should take a break.
1: <laughs> the internship doesn't include you. And
0: I said, mm, breaks aren't real. We both know breaks aren't real. Right. What's happening? And then he was like, we should break up. And I was like, "But we have tickets to Africa! Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, Why do we always, like, yeah, we always have tickets somewhere? Yeah, we always <laughs> have tickets somewhere." And I was like, "But what? Like, we had uh, we're what? I did, I was so shocked, and all I could think about was that my eighty-nine-year-old grandmother was sitting next to me, and if she saw me cry the way that I needed to cry, mm-hmm. like I could maybe give her a heart attack." <laughs> so I held it together. I'm dead serious. It's like I held not it together, funny, but it's funny. Oh, it's hilarious! It's hilarious. <laughs> I held it together, and he hung up, and that was like the last time I talked to him. Oh my God. And then he started signing things like best, and we'll just call him Mark. That's not his name. (laughs) Best, Mark. And it was so cold. Mm. And the only time he ever spoke to me was I tweeted something out, like a joke. And this Twitter wasn't even big then. Right? He was like, something about being cheated on. And he freaked out, like freaked out. And that was the only time we ever Zoomed. And he was so worried about his reputation. I'm like, reputation, bro? You got 35 followers on Twitter. Right. Like, (laughs) nobody even knows who I'm talking about. Because 364 days later, he celebrated his one-year anniversary with his new girlfriend. Stop. Uh Uh-huh. Isn't it always funny how, like, the timelines track
1: out? So Daniel, who obviously is my ex-husband in the book, he put out this YouTube video with the 19 year old, which was Mm. so unfortunately sent to me by so many people. I will say that like my friends knew that like I just didn't give a shit. Like it was like I was like happy to be out of that situation and like through over the years. By the way, that
0: to me, I think is the takeaway. What? When you can be happy, you're out of a situation. Yes. That's when you know you're going to be okay.
1: Yeah. One hundred percent. You're like, even though this sucks right now like mm-hmm. it's a big fucking blessing yes. and like i just dodged an army of fucking
0: snipers 100
1: totally so over the years we've like laughed at like the content that's come out like it's been like a comedy show like my my girlfriends will send it to me and be like have you fucking seen this like oh what's God. happening um but they put out a youtube video that was, like, answering questions about their relationship from, like, (gasps) I don't know, their followers, their whatever. And one of them was, like, when's your guys' anniversary? And, like, the date she answered with was when we were fully still together before I had, like, any inkling of an affair. Whoa. I was like, oh, interesting. Like, that's, like, when we were living in our home together. (laughs) That
0: is... That's (laughs) That's <laughs> stupid well, stupid. You right. know, like it's it's really wild how that happens. Also, I just as you were talking was like, I say this to people all the time, and I'm gonna say it to you now because I realize this is how we connect. Our superpower is we find out the truth. Oh
1: my god, yeah.
0: Like that is my superpower. I've always said I will always find out the yes. truth. What sign are you? Sag. Oh, okay. With a my cancer mo- rising and a scorpio moon. Scorpio moon is why I'm crazy. Okay, yeah, I'm a Scorpio. And, but with, that's how we... Yeah, okay. with an Aries moon.
1: Oh, girl. Okay, okay. <laughs> and, and a Libra rising. Um,
0: fuego, fuego. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm also the, the Libra cuss. rising is the only reason why you haven't burned houses down.
1: 100%. 100%. <laughs> son. <laughs> my stepdaughter made a joke because her and my son are both going to be Leos. Obviously, you guys oh. were recording this before I've given birth. I'm very fucking pregnant right now, but you will be listening to this once he has already made his entrance. But so and we love him. <laughs> yeah, we love him. He's wonderful. But she was like, "Oh, you're gonna have two Leos in the house. Watch out!" And I looked at her straight in the face. I was like, "Girl, I'm a Scorpio. I'm the one sign that can handle any fucking sign yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah." I was like, "And your dad's a Gemini. So technically, there's three parents in this house. Dude, chill." (laughs)
0: that's amazing oh my gosh that's amazing (laughs) actually like that should be merch
1: i have three parents (laughs) i have three parents one's a gemini (laughs) i love it summer is here and life is not slowing down for us anytime soon one of the things we have continuously relied on making our lives so much easier is factor meals no prep no mess Okay, so after you find out, and like, th- there's like no closure in a situation like that. So
0: that is actually, yeah, that was really, really hard for me. And I look back on it and I think, man, I was so strong because I never got any closure. Yeah. I literally never got any closure. And how long were you guys together? Mm, close to three years.
1: Oh, that's a long fucking time to just he like, was, like my get a phone call. He was like my
0: son. Ugh. um the thing is he was a senior when i was a freshman mm-hmm. so it wasn't and then we had gone apart and then he contacted me and you want to know something really fucking crazy i do i always do oh, <laughs> lay it okay. on me so he hits me up and he's like what is it's complicated mean because this was like back when facebook was more oh, of a thing right <laughs> and we all and, needed to display that it was complicated yeah and <laughs> yes. i said it's complicated because he's gay and i'm his beard Like, you DM'd me, like, what's what's the deal with this guy? And he was like, cool, well, I'm moving back to LA, and I want to take you out on a date. We went out on a date, and we were together ever since. Mm. And so it was like, I knew this person, too. So it wasn't just, like, three years with a stranger. It was three years with somebody that I knew his family, I knew his sister, I knew the background. And we were really, really close, and I truly, like, I'll never forget it, the last time... So he made my entire family go to his mom's surprise 60th birthday party, which is crazy because he was cheating on me at the time. Right. And then I, I never, ever heard from him again. As I'm going through this breakup, this girl enters my friend group and I will call her Megan. I
1: love the fake names. Yeah. Mark and Megan. I'm
0: Mark and Megan. <laughs> and Megan was also from the place that he was moving from. Mm-hmm. And she was the cousin of one of a girl in my friend group who really wasn't very nice to me. And I couldn't figure out why. Now, this is like about 10 years ago. So at this point, I'm now friends with this girl. And I shit you not, this year, 10 years after the fact, I found out that the reason people weren't nice to me is because I was the girl he was cheating on her with. (gasps) And no one told me because they thought that I knew. Because when I said Mark was cheating on me, they thought... They were like, well, you lose him how you get him. No, they thought that I I was aware of the Megan situation. Oh, brutal! And so this year, I sent Megan a message, like on Instagram. I was like, "I know that this was like so long ago. I just need you to know, I had no idea. I'm Mm. today years old. Like, I feel so bad. And there's no world in which I ever would have done that, right? But it is crazy. God damn! Like men, man, it is wild. Why do men? (laughs) But I will say this: that breakup. I channeled all the way I got through it was I like made content from it. Like I made Mm -hmm. my first short film about it. Yeah. And I realized like, oh, I can take all of this pain and channel it into something. And even if you're not an artist, I think you can do that. Yeah. You can channel it into becoming a better person because I went to therapists and I was like, how do you get over death? Mm -hmm. Because this person just died. Yeah. Like he literally exited my life. Like, how do I? Yeah remove like eternal sunshine spotless mind like how do i get him out of me yeah and nobody had answers Mm -hmm. and so it was it was painful and i mean i just never he also his his new girlfriend accidentally liked one of my instagrams once (laughs) they would they would pocket dial me while they were together It it got to a point where it felt like it was really just like mean Yeah, it was pretty awful. Oh my God, that's ridiculous. But I did get the last laugh because I sold a show to FX and it was about a different situation where I found out that my boyfriend at the time had another girlfriend and I became best friends with the girl he was cheating with me on because she also didn't know. And she's still, her name's Alana. She's still one of my really good friends. I sold that to FX and I texted Mark and I just said, hey, Mark, I really want to thank you. You were right breaking up with me was the greatest gift you ever gave me. And he was like, huh? Like, he was like, I often wondered if we would ever talk again. Like, was like, I, there's so many things I wanted to say to you about that time. I think misinformation or whatever. And uh-huh. I just said, no, no, no. I still think you're an asshole. You can watch it on I TV. Just, <laughs> I'm just very grateful for the gifts that you gave Dude, me. Dude, I cannot. I feel like
1: <laughs> the most shitty circumstances in our lives often become... Whether it's art, whether it's, like, selling a TV show, writing a book, like, whatever it is, it often becomes, like, the catalyst for, like, us moving into our power.
0: uh, Pain is a platform you get to choose if it's going to destroy you or propel you yes but it is energy yes so are you going to harness that energy and let it push you into the next chapter or is it going to bury you Yes. you get to decide 100 percent. i watch a lot of people get buried by it and i just so badly want to encourage people like grab it hold it use it it will like it will move you and we're both creative so obviously it gets channeled in that way but maybe that's you quitting a toxic job maybe right. it's branching out into new friendships maybe it's getting the body that you've always wanted maybe yeah. it's going on um, a solo
1: trip like exactly like you're healing like whatever it is like use it because you said something really interesting that I've I've said on the show before like grief and heartbreak are in the same fucking family mm-hmm. they hang out yeah for me who I feel like I can speak on this because I've dealt with a lot of M- death. Multiple deaths yeah. in my life and really bad heartbreak. Sometimes the heartbreak can be even harder.
0: Yeah, I agree. Because
1: you're grieving someone that's still alive that has chosen to not fuck with you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're still out existing on this planet. They just want nothing to fucking do 100%. with you. hundred percent. And at least in death, there's some, like, finality in it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, this is what happened. This and they didn't is- choose it. No, this is the reason, like, and now I can, like, grieve it and accept it and move on from it. And I think a lot of times we get stuck in this loop um, in the heartbreak because it's like, but they're still here. They chose that. Like, what? How could I have manipulated this to make it a different situation or a different outcome instead of being able to accept it and grieve it and move on?
0: That's so real. I think because that breakup is, I believe, when my core belief of me not being good enough was born. Mm -hmm. I think part of what you're saying is true is because when people exit your life, they reaffirm that inkling that you're too much you're not enough Mm -hmm. you are destined to be abandoned yeah whatever like we all have that narrative yeah that personal it's like the monster side of our brain yeah that wants to just like tear us down and like we loop it yeah
1: well and we're attracting it subconsciously of course because we're like okay i'm not good enough okay i'm always going to be abandoned okay this is my story so then we're attracting people that appear to be like great new relationships, but we'll play out that scenario. So your brain can be like, see, bitch, I told you you're always going to be abandoned. You're not enough. Like, you're right. And we have to like change that belief within ourselves before we can attract better people.
0: You want to know what's so weird. Okay. So after that breakup with Mark, I did heal properly. And then I upgraded to like Marcus. <laughs> Those, and I used to always say like I upgraded with an us. Obviously it's not Mark <laughs> and Marcus. It's it's but I did do that with it with the person that I dated. And what was so beautiful about it is, you know, I had made this movie about my breakup. And then I met him on the film festival circuit. Oh nice. And he was great. And that relationship was like loving and amazing. And then when we broke up, I did not heal properly. Mm. And I jumped into a relationship and that's when I met the guy who we did it for eight months and for four of them, he had a secret girlfriend who is now one of my close friends. And then I just, I didn't really heal. Like I was just kind of trying to run away from the pain. And I was also really what I was running away from was like, I have to prove that I am enough. right? Like I have to prove that I am worthy and Mm -hmm. that someone does love me and that like I can do this Yeah, and I also wanted it. And so I think it's so fascinating because I can go back and look at that relationship with Mark and say, oh, wow, that's like when the core wound developed. And yet I had the foresight as this, you know, young child (laughs) (laughs) as I sit here with my walker (laughs) (laughs) and like I handled that well. And then. As I got older and more mature, man, I, I mean, I told you I just was like daisy chaining from dick to dick. Yeah. like Just
1: trying to make magic happen. That should be on a fucking shirt. Daisy chaining from dick to dick.
0: I truly, it was like monkey bars, you know, which is dicks. Like, Oh my God, the visual. Sorry. I just scarred everybody. Oh my God, God, I love it. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's so interesting to me that you can track it back and like mm. recognize the pattern. And I think if people sit down and like look at their past relationship history like everyone can do that yeah like mine's with the abandonment stuff you know like i my ex-husband like abandoned me in like the most heinous shitty way possible javier abandoned me like quite literally before we were getting on a plane to europe like it's like
0: and you said that on when you did my show and you broke it down you were like first my dad then my ex-husband yeah then the man that i thought was swooping in to be like my knight in shining armor And I remember the way that you said that. I was like, wow, that's so real and synced. And like, of course, it just, I mean, literally abandoning you right before you got on the plane yeah like Like, it's almost
1: comical when you look at it yeah to be like the universe was like okay it like guess she (laughs) didn't get it with like the ex-husband so maybe if we like actually like make him be like peace out bitch Mm -hmm. right before they get on the plane it'll click um it did thankfully but yeah like it's hard to recognize those patterns but when you can do that it's the biggest key Into what you need to fix in your own shit Mm -hmm. to attract the better people in the future.
0: I think for me, the unlock was yes, that. And then also just realizing like I needed to be happy with myself by myself.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, yeah.
0: And when your confidence is so rock solid, it really doesn't matter. Like I truly don't care. I got set up on a blind date with this guy and it went well. I. But I don't fall in love after the first date anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. It's really hard to win me now. Right. And I'm not saying that from the place of an avoidant. I'm saying that where it's like I truly believe I am so worthy and I know I'm about to upgrade whoever I end up partnering with. Your yeah. life is going to get an upgrade. Yeah. So you better be upgrading that, mine. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm not giving that away for free. Yeah.
0: Fuckin and ain't. like, you need to put in effort. And I also am like such a mirror. I was explaining this to uh, a guy last night. I was like, no, no, no. Mirror mm-hmm. with everyone, your yeah. friends, your work, the, the romantic partners. If people aren't giving you the love and the respect that you deserve, that's fine. Yeah. But don't bend over backwards for those people. Yeah. Unless maybe they're your parents or your children like those. Yeah. There are caveats. And even then, like, fucking tell them to step yes, it up. Yes, yes, <laughs> Exactly. Okay,
1: so what the fuck happened when with the guy after who you were with for eight months Ugh. and four months in, or four four months of yeah. that, he was he had a secret girlfriend? So
0: this is crazy. So basically, I was dating Marcus and we had bed death. The sex died and then the relationship Wait, died. Wait, I've never heard the term bed death. Bed death, yes. <laughs> that's so that's great. when the sex dries up and then the relationship dies. And the truth of the matter was is that I wasn't confident enough in my sexuality at that point to say to him like, hey, I need more foreplay or like, I'm not really getting off. I'm not enjoying our sex. So I just didn't want to have the sex. And I loved our life together. So we really, truly, like we went to Italy together, didn't have sex. We dated for, yeah. Wow. It was months and months and months. And then he broke up with me and I was like, yes, because it was Clear that we were more like it was more of a roommate, right? Guy. Right. And to this day, we're still friends. Like I, I adore him. He's such an incredible person. Like the guy nothing. that
1: have secret girlfriend for four. No, no, no. This is the, oh, this is copy. The- <laughs> this <laughs> is the guy imagine? before that. Like,
0: yeah, got it. Okay, the so, good guy. So when I met the next guy two weeks later, I didn't want to hurt Marcus's feelings, mm-hmm. and I had been working with this guy for like three months on a show that I was making for his company. Okay. And so the show was already made. So it would have looked And I got flown sketch. out for New Fronts. So it was going to look very sketchy. And I have no problem admitting, I mean, I've just admitted so many pathetic things about me. <laughs> <laughs> like I have no, if I was, if I truly felt like I had seen this guy in a different like, no, I went to New Fronts, I looked at him and I was like... Oh. Is Josh hot? Like, right. <laughs> did I? What? I'm sorry. It's like, how come nobody told me this? And we started dating. And I said to him, hey, two things. I don't want people to think I got my job because we're dating. Sure. Because this is long in the works. Yeah. And I don't want to hurt Marcus's feelings. Mm-hmm. So let's keep our relationship private. Mm. Girl, mm. if you think that didn't bite me in the ass. <laughs> which it, but is valid coming from so valid. where you
1: were at the time.
0: Yes yeah but there are no photos of me on his Instagram there's no photos of him on my instagrams so there's no like documented proof right we start it's like dating. A, an area
1: for people to be shady
0: an area for people to be shady so we start dating and then four months in he's sitting next to a girl on an airplane which is absolutely romantic unless I'm the one being cheated on. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, what a love story!" Oh wait, nope. nope oh wait, nope. you're, you're, getting cheated you're on actually my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And he pursued her, and they dated for eight months. And at one point, one person said to her, "Hey, he has a girlfriend named Rory," mm-hmm. and she confronted him. And he said, "No, no, God! That girl, she is a psycho. She is stalking me. We briefly dated. I broke up with her. She just like can't get over it. Got his best friend, who I knew and had spent time with him and his wife, to vouch for me and another person at the company. Oh my God! I hate people. Uh, Men will men. Men. Again, why do men? It's crazy."
1: so Let, okay just to be clear if you're a guy listening to this we know women do this too we're batshit yes, crazy as yes. well but like for the circumstance being presented right now why do men yes, Continue. yes of course.
0: <laughs> here's the thing am i still trying to find a man a hundred percent so <laughs> we still love you i'm like can't Stop. spell mental illness without men but you also can't spell it without me i'm dead so let's not get it twisted so then she goes and Tries to find evidence online and there's I'm a ghost. Right. Mm. And so she believes him. Yeah. And then you want to take a guess at how I found out? Oh God. (laughs) Oh God. Okay, so he was ugly.
1: Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is that supposed to help me guess? Yeah.
0: (laughs) So here's the thing about like dating an ugly man or an unphotogenic man. Okay. You will find a photo of them where they look good and you will cherish it. Right. Because there's one. Maybe two. And in this man's case, it was in the tagged photos a couple of years back. Uh, So I would always look at the tag photos to be like, oh, that's my boo. Right. You know that TikTok? This is your man. Yes. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, that was me with Josh. (laughs) Like, he looks like my left foot. Oh, my God. (laughs) He actually looks like he looks like sad. Where's Waldo? Oh,
1: wow. What what a good description. I feel like I can really visualize him now. Yeah. yeah, Okay. great.
0: You're like. (laughs) Wait, I know who that is. It's wildly accurate. You're You're like, like, oh, I know his real name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to the tagged photos and tell me why at the top of the tagged photos, my boyfriend was in a hotel room with his arms around another woman (gasps) and there were 13 hearts as the caption. 13? Yeah. Wow. I know. My heart fell out of my asshole. I was like, what the actual fuck? And once I got over the like Wait, problematic like number of Wait, that's like ballsy parts,
1: of the other girl. She didn't know. Well, no, I know. But that's ballsy to just like post a picture. I mean, were they like in an actual relationship at Four this Four months point? in. Oh, okay. So it's like not that ballsy. It's like no, normal.
0: It's like normal. Oh my so God. So I see it and I'm like, like like yeah I don't know I mean when you get cheated on I feel like I've like described it as like jumping into really freezing cold water yeah where it's like on the one hand you have the most adrenaline but then on the other hand you're like paralyzed yeah
1: I describe it as the
0: surge in
1: my book and it's like when your heart drops out of your ass like when you get called to the principal's office Mm -hmm. yes
0: yes so I'm just spiral panicking because he's supposed to be at a wedding Oh, and now God. I've seen this photo and I screenshot it and I sent it to him. And you know what he did? He untags himself. Stop it. I was like, my guy. <laughs> like, Thank you. That fixed the problem. My God. <laughs> what? I was like, like, I don't have the screenshot. One, like two, like I didn't count the number of hearts. There were 13. 13 is not casual. Yeah. I mean, one's not casual, but 13 says like 13 well, is excessive. I mean, that's I know. Just, like, which is so wild funny caption. I Constantly but... like make fun of her for that. And she's like, Please, please. <laughs> this is so bad. So, he untags himself, and then we go through the next, like, four or five days of him trying to be like, I'm so in love with you. Like, she means nothing. I'm using her for her contacts, too. I'm definitely in love with her. And, like, we're not even dating. I'm like, what? We're not dating. Could you scroll up seven texts to the point where you said you loved me on Tuesday? Like, what are you... It was crazy. Wow. He was not a good gaslighter. If I was like, I have some, I have some notes for you. <laughs> Let me teach you what you're trying to do. I know. I'm like, there are other guys who have done it this better. <laughs> yeah. So then we break up. It was awful. I weighed the decision as to whether or not to tell her. I stalked the shit out of her. Like, I knew everything about this girl. And I became obsessed with her mm-hmm. in such an unhealthy way. And I think part of the reason why we're really good friends now is that this whole relationship and my relationship with Alana really taught me like the other woman is not your enemy. Oh no. Like all of the stuff that I was projecting at her right. were insecurities on my my own. And so right. like I feel so grateful that that was the lesson that came into my life because now if I met a man and was happily in love but some woman came and quote unquote seduced him and he left me, mm-hmm. not mad at her. Yeah. She is not my enemy and he's the one that broke the promise to me, not her. Like truly. Yeah. I I think this has like
1: been such a hot debate on TikTok with like all the cheating scandals that come out. I think there's a middle ground, Mm because I'm in total agreement with you. Like I never, when I found out about everything, wasn't like, fuck this girl, like, it's her fault. Da, da, da. And there were like so many others that I didn't write about in the book. Like, sure. Yeah. There's came,
0: never, it's
1: never one that no. came to light like yeah. after the book went viral and stuff. It was like, it, there's a long list of yeah. women I ended up talking to. And I do think that when the other woman has knowledge mm. that they're in a relationship, then it becomes like, you guys are both shitty people.
0: And, the, and honestly, still what not, a pair. You just each other. Yeah.
1: And it's like, I still am not going to blame you necessarily, but like you you both suck at that point. <laughs> like, I agree. Because you're both like making the conscious choice to like do this in like a not great way for someone else. Is yeah. it his relationship to protect and his fault? Ultimately, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. But like if both people are in the know, you both suck. Yes. But then I'm so grateful that you
0: found each other. Yeah. And, like, you can like, have Like, really, him. truly ride Please off into the take sunset. take the trash out for me. Exactly. I will be over here. <laughs> the trash will always take itself out. Yeah. I, yes, could not be in more agreement, like, than match made in hell. Yeah. Love it. And I love <laughs> that you guys are, like, BFFs now. Well, to make a long story very short, I, around Cinco de Mayo, which was when I broke up with Mark, the original, mm-hmm. or... He called me. <laughs> Breakup makes it sound like I had anything to right, do with right, it. Right. <laughs> yeah, when Mark called me, and I had a ex- like a total meltdown. So Cinco de Mayo was like this really kind of important holiday for me that makes me like reflect back on my life and my love life and all of these things. And I was so obsessed with this girl and this relationship and like why couldn't I let it go? And this is very like woo woo. But so we get woo woo on this show. It's fine. <laughs> I felt like there was this energy <clears throat> connecting us. I mm-hmm. think two things were happening. One, I was replaying out the unworthiness trauma that Mark had like given me or I inherited. Mm -hmm. And then two, I didn't realize that I was being invoked all the time in their relationship. I will circle back to this. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) So at Cinco de Mayo, I'm like finding myself obsessing. She's supposed to move to LA and I'm Having this meltdown thinking, oh, my God, she's going to move to L.A. Like, she's going to be in my group of friends. Like, she's she's going to steal my life. Like, ah, like crazy, crazy thinking. Right. And when I started to say those things out loud, I like meditated, journaled. I wrote them letters. I like said, release me. Like, I I don't want give this. give you love. Yeah. Like I don't want this anymore. Went to bed, woke up less than 12 hours later. I get uh, a call from an unknown number. And I knew it was her. And oh she called God. me on my cell phone. hysterically crying she's like i'm so sorry i just found out about you oh my god there was a third woman (gasps) and when the third woman emailed her screenshots of like hey i'm a fan of yours because she was also a public person i'm a fan of yours um and i've been talking to your boyfriend on bumble and like sorry i took it further because i wanted to prove to you that this guy's a piece of shit and you deserve better sent it to her she was like she immediately knew that i had to be real Mm -hmm. and is such a gangster she she held his computer eight stories like over a balcony and was like you give me the password or i'm dropping this computer and he yes bitch (laughs) he didn't want to lose his computer but he lost his girlfriend that day oh my god she put it in found my name found everything got my phone number called me and was in la two days later and that's how we got together and became like really good friends and she said we would fight about you Mm. because it just i didn't understand why this guy had told me that he had a girlfriend and like why did right you get brought up so like we would fight about you like why like, would someone make that up like i felt like she was like i think a part of me knew it was true mm-hmm. and i was resisting it yeah and i couldn't find a shred of evidence mm-hmm. but yeah your name would come up and so i think that's also part of the reason why i had a hard time cutting that cord right And I just don't think it's an accident. The day that I did it was the day after she called me and she found out. No,
1: it was like the energy needed to be completed in some form.
0: In some weird way. I know. Oh, my God. What a
1: piece of work. Yeah. Do we know where he is now? Yeah. He
0: still works in media. He's still so ugly. He's still a left foot. (laughs) Like He's still a left foot. And the girl after it's always the ugly people it's always that are the like, ugly ones. Have like fucking five bitches they're juggling at once so like. the funny thing is is like guys that i have have dated or are, are my guy friends they'll always just be like i don't understand like yeah. how this guy got all these babes and i'm like yeah it really is a manipulation thing oh
1: do, like, yeah i mean you know. dude, like my ex-husband i wouldn't call him ugly but like come on like he was not the one right, that should of have been He's not Brad like Pitt. He's juggling not, you know, fucking blog Instagram models. Like, no, sir.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> totally. Oh yeah. yeah. No, it's it's there is a niche sort of pain that comes when you get rejected or cheated on by a man you lowered your standards for fucking to a. begin with. Yes. Yes. Which is why I refuse. Yeah. No longer. And it's so funny too, because when
1: I look back on my relationship with my ex-husband, like he was the one, like, I had always dated the guys that were, like, kind of the bad boys that he mm-hmm. needed to fix. And it was like, I fixed the shit out of them. They're yeah. all fucking great now. leveled You're welcome. <laughs> but, like, I remember when we started dating, all of my friends and family were like, oh, he's, like the nice guy like he's the guy that like you don't really need to like fix or do anything a lot of people after everything happened were like yeah we kind of didn't love him at the first but like he car salesman us into Mm -hmm. us loving him and i'm like cool next time tell me that beforehand. yes yes (laughs) but yeah like that he was definitely someone that like if you lined up the people i had dated in the past like he didn't really fit in
0: yeah Oh, I fully uh, agree with this. I think that they, there's something about safe guys. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever been cheated on or rejected or you have abandonment issues, I do think it's not uncommon to go to somebody that feels safe because mm-hmm. you go, this man would never leave me. Like right. the math does not math on this. Right. He is clearly dating up by you right. know, marrying <laughs> you or, or dating me. Yes. And then when they do it really is such a, it shatters you. Yeah. It's a shock to the system because yeah. you're like, wait, no, this was a,
1: This was not in the game plan. Totally. This yeah. is why I, I pivoted in the first place.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no. So I refuse to date ugly men now.
1: Yeah, I mean, guys, like, I, <laughs> sorry. I say, No, I, I, I say this all the time that like, if you look at like the past three men I've been with going from like I mean, in the past like actual relationships, not like the people that were in between. Um, yeah, but like my ex husband, flyover
0: states, to, yeah, <laughs> love that.
1: My ex husband to Javier to Tay, it's like we upgraded and we upgraded in age, mm-hmm. we upgraded in looks, we upgraded in like caliber, c- big time caliber, character, fucking like everything. Yes, and like I consider myself, and I know a lot of people that like thirst over him on the internet too. So shout out. To oh, my he's hot. He's hot. hot. We can say that right? Yeah. Um. Like, I consider him the hottest guy I've ever dated and been with. As you should. As he considers me. I love that. I love that for me, too. You know? And, like, we're stupid and, like, laugh together. And, like, it's so crazy to me. This is, like, TMI, guys. Sorry. But, like, looking back on it, and I've said this out loud to Tay. Because, like, we're just like, we just don't really care. Like, we'll he'll be in the shower. I'll take a shit in the same bathroom. Like, it just is what it is. And, like, nobody cares. We yeah. still have hot, wonderful sex. I mean, but, isn't like, that the
0: goal, the, the dream? The
1: absolute. But the thought of ever having to take a shit or fart in front of Javier or with him, like, mm. potentially hearing, I'm like, I would have never gotten to that point. I would have never gotten to that point to be a comfortable enough and relaxed enough in my own skin to be like that in front of him whoa so it's like when you're with the right fucking person like all the shit starts to make sense and add up yeah yeah oh man that's all the shit how... no pun intended yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone is gonna listen to this episode and be like wow gabrielle we like
0: didn't really need to go there <laughs> I, we're like not drunk but drunk right right <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely not drinking that's <laughs> definitely joke. not drinking right um now. yeah that's i love that so much i think man to be able to be like fully naked with another person and be seen and accepted yeah. is we i think it's why do we have that with our girlfriends right right or our whatever peers like our like friends our people our platonic relationships our people. we can do yeah. that but then romantic relationships it's just so much harder yeah i agree and like there's of
1: course the argument of like well you have to keep the mystery alive and like you have and it's like or we can just like love and accept the person I'm that like, we're first with. Of all, and have I'm certain- a mystery.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been with myself for 30 years and I still don't fucking get it. So, like, I'm not really worried about that. Right.
1: And it's like, but you can have like those times and places. Like, there are times where Tay and I are hysterically laughing to the point where mm-hmm. we're like crying. And those are like our favorite moments to look back on. <sighs> if you're not like fully comfortable, you can't like get to that place. Yeah you know? And it's, no. it's so special. And that doesn't mean that that, that that means you can't have those like super sexual or like romantic mm-hmm. moments. Like there's times and places for like all of those to exist at one time. Do you think part of
0: that is also though that you really healed a lot of those wounds that prevented you from being your authentic self or prevented you from being as vulnerable? Yes, yeah. I do. And I think that's a great point and question. Like, It wasn't
1: till I went through the bullshit and the Mm -hmm. heartbreaks and the cheating and was like, fuck everybody, like I'm done, that I was like really tired of like – because like obviously if I wasn't my full authentic self with the person that cheated on me or the person that love bombed me and abandoned me, like that obviously wasn't working. Yeah. So like – Why am I fucking trying to make myself into this dream person
0: for these people that are going to fuck me over anyways? Uh, Yeah, great question. Why do we do do that? Why do we do that? I think media, I think wanting so badly to be accepted and to be loved because we all are taught like things look a certain way. Right. And because it's so scary to be like, what if I'm going to get rejected again? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So did, after the left foot... (laughs)
0: <laughs> no did it, d- the, it doesn't get better did the, it daisy, did the daisy chain of dicks cease
1: or were we monkey barring onto another penis we really
0: <laughs> we really monkey barred I went through like a string of dates that would like I would date people for a couple weeks or I'll never forget this this one guy he told me on Friday he was like yes well let's be exclusive I want to do this and then on Monday I got like a four paragraph text that ended up being in playboy like the next month it was like don't ghost just lie and it was like verbatim what he had sent me hilarious and it was like i recently reconnected with an ex and i need to see where it goes and but it was wild i was like what happened this weekend yeah on friday we were like we were good and now on monday you're like not in it right although to be fair that guy had never had sex with any woman on her period i don't know that just seems like a red flag
1: to me i no pun intended a giant (laughs) red flag like, why are you grossed out by bodily <laughs> yeah. fluids? <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. That's like a one fun takeaway that I took away from that where I was like, yeah I'm going to add that to my list of like, can't do that. Well, yeah, because it's like so I'm, weird. I'm never
1: going to want to give birth in front of someone that can't like deal Hand with that? having sex know, on so a period. Weird. Yeah, so
0: weird. Absolutely not. So I was like little mini rejections like that. And then do you know what a flying monkey is? No. OK. Flying monkeys are girls that enable narcissists. Wait, I'm abusers. sorry. Is this an actual term? Yes.
1: You're Kidding, no, I'm not kidding. How have I never heard this? I don't know. Oh my god, teach you of all people. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, flying monkeys are like in the arsenal of narcissists, abusers, and they're like the I'm gonna pronounce her name wrong, but like the Ghislaine Maxwells of the world, okay? Or Ghislaine Ghislaine Gillian Gil- Gillian Maxwell. I don't know, I'm probably the Epstein it wrong too. Girl, yeah, 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 woman.
1: So they enable predators, okay, um, like and- consciously. Like, are they consciously flying
0: monkeys? They can be both. Okay. They can be both. Got it. Okay. Um, They benefit from being the girl that doesn't get, like, they get all of the, like, what did she get from it, right? She got money, but she also got the clout of being the one woman in his orbit. There's a power. There's a control. They're Mm -hmm. like, oh, he's a nice guy to me. Oh, that's weird. I've never seen that. And it's like, okay, but yeah, you've also never dated or fucked this person. Right. Okay. So this girl at the time sets me up with this guy. This guy's now been me too. So, you know, right. For I thought he was a good guy. I went in with the knowledge that this guy was great, and great for me and was looking for all the same things I was looking for. So I didn't go in looking for red flags. Huge mistake. Mm. I was also coming off the heels of that breakup. He knew all of this. Mm-hmm. And this man was a predator. So he preyed on that. And he literally was like, I've been cheated on. Like, I've had it so much worse. Like, it we're, like we're in the same boat. Right. He, out of the gate on the first date. Oh, this is so dark. Brace yourself, listeners. He said to me, I was molested as a child. Mm. Which I now know is a lie.
1: Oh, God, I hate people.
0: Now, there is not a world in which I would ever, ever, question somebody no on that. he made me listen to podcasts he made me listen read books on it oh my god and because of that, he said, I can only have like consensual monogamous sex and it takes me a really long time.
1: Ew. Oh God, the commitment The, commitment to, the to this lie. bullshit
0: lie. Oh my God, it's so cringe. So cringe. Ugh. And then I had a lot of weird rules when we were dating. Like I could only keep my phone face up because he said if it was face down, it would trigger him to think that I was like cheating on him. Mm-hmm. He told me all of these wild stories. No. I now know because I've met a lot of these women that those stories are all true, he just reversed it. Right. He wasn't surprised with a threesome. He surprised another woman with a threesome with a okay. sex worker. Yeah. Which is not a thing. Not right. a thing. Like, there were just so, so many. And I was so, I love that person. Like, I love me in that moment. I feel so bad for her. I really bottomed out in so many ways. And I wish I could just, like, hug that version of myself. Mm-hmm. But I also am like, girl, you were so pathetic. Like, this was such pathetic behavior, Mm -hmm. like, what I was doing. I I went crazy. Like, my body was not right. My friends were like, you're not acting normal. Not one of my friends liked him. Mm -hmm. Like, my good long-term friends were like, we don't like him. And I was like, no, 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 but you just don't know him. Like, so many excuses on my part, Mm -hmm. bending over backwards, just doing everything for him. He breaks up with me. The details are not important. I mean, well, actually, you know what? The details are really important. That flying flying monkey. Mm -hmm. So he eventually, he makes me wait forever to have sex with him. And he would do things where we would like kiss for the first time and he would be like, wow, this is just really hard for me because like, you're the first person I've kissed since my ex. And then it would be like, the next thing. It's like, oh, you're the first person that's like seen me naked since my, like there were all these conversations. Everything was like a big deal. And now looking back, knowing that, he was like raw dogging chicks five minutes before I would show up. Oh my god! So it's like it's crazy. Like the yeah, the, like
1: the psychosis that that person must have been in.
0: And no wonder I felt crazy, like I was yeah. totally detached from my body. That's terrifying, dude. It's terrifying. Jesus, What's, what it gets worse <laughs> because I've met two of the women that I've met have now told me that he assaulted them, mm. and one of them happened while I was with him. <sighs> oh my god i don't want to cry but the idea that like i was with like a man who took advantage of someone and then slept with me is like really like yeah it messes with me i'm like no wonder i wasn't okay do you know what i mean like no wonder just even like the way if you believe in energy or anything like no wonder i felt crazy yeah
1: well because there's a part of your energy that's like picking up on that subconsciously and trying
0: that. to block that from yourself yes yes and yeah. like but then be- wanting so badly to believe that he was a good guy because I didn't want to believe that I had been conned or that I'd missed the right. red flags like if he really wasn't the good part that I could see, yeah, then that meant I was really, really broken yeah and I was and I really didn't want to believe that I was broken. I really wanted to believe that I could trust myself. Yeah. Because if he wasn't the guy that I s- believed he was, it meant that like I was no longer a trustworthy source. Mm. And that's a really scary place to be like in your body yeah. going like how am I being abused? Like how am I in this toxic relationship? I am this strong, independent woman that is smart you know, like, I have everything. Like, people look at my life and they they want what I have. Like, how did I end up in this? And yeah. that's why it f- has forever changed my opinion of people who end up in cults and my opinion who end up in abusive relationships, whether it's emotional, uh, verbal, physical. Like, yeah. I get it. I fully understand. It's like sunk cost effect. The longer you're in it, the harder it is to get out. Yeah. And the flying monkey one day, basically, that girl said, oh, you know, I... I hate to be the one to do this. I'm like, no, no. She got off on it. She sent me screenshots of him DMing another woman and it, they were time stamped. So I knew he was in my bed at the time. Mm. And the sad part was I wasn't even going to like break up with him. I was going to like have a conversation and I don't even remember that argument Mm. because i was so gaslit and yelled at and like manipulated in such a way that i fully disassociated from my body like i know that i apologized Mm -hmm. i know that i left apologizing and i know that i left wanting to make it work right that's all i know right which like from an outside perspective is insane Mm -mm. yeah that shit crazy but typical for of course yeah and then I went on vacation because it was happening over Christmas and it was my birthday and he didn't talk to me. And then he was posting a different girl on social media and immediately moved on. And I had to start going to therapy twice a week. And I literally was like, I'm losing my mind. Like, I, I'm I'm not OK. And I just started to do the work. And six months out, I felt um, strong enough trying to go get my stuff from his house. And I'll never forget it. He tried to make a move on me and i still like six months after was like no let's be friends first Mm. it's not that i didn't want it i still wanted it because i I still wanted to prove it to my ego yeah like like my freudian ego not my like ego ego and then it was pretty clear that he didn't want to be my friend he just wanted to like conquer me he just wanted to like have sex and just prove that he could still control me and that's when again my superpower i got a call from a friend who asked me to come to set I turned my car around. I said I only have two hours, and I showed up on set. I randomly started speaking to a woman I'd never met before, had literally no mutuals with her except for one, him, hmm. and she made a comment about him, and then was like, "Yeah, that's the like I dated him, and I dated him in the fall of whatever." And she she goes, "Oh my god, are, are you okay?" And she watched the color like drain from my face. Mm. And I was like, I dated him then. And we pulled out our phone. Oh, my God. And we matched all of the times. Oh, my God. And then I was at a dinner party, like, three months after that. And I met a woman he assaulted in college.
1: Jesus, dude.
0: And it would just, it would be like that for a very long time. And then when he got called out, there were women that came forward, but there was, like, 20 women who DM'd us privately. Wow. Or texted. And, you know, I... He got called out for a lot of things because he was just a bad person, like three hundred and sixty five so like yeah. that was great that I didn't have to really get into detail about what had happened to me or the all of the nitty gritty and none of the women that were assaulted came forward, which by the way, like I fully 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 support because it's really like not a safe environment, you know, right. like I was getting dragged in headlines on the gossip sites and stuff, and just' Has his name been released publicly, Mhm, yeah. So it's like a, yeah, it's just not, it's not a great, it took me a long time to come back from that. I'm ultimately like really grateful. I feel like it's given me such an insight Mm -hmm. into helping other people and relationships. I see how it happened. I consider myself extremely, extremely lucky that it was as short as it was. I feel so grateful for the friends in my life that warned me. Mm -hmm. I, like there's a, you know, There's a lot of really bad things that happen from that that I wish I could have avoided. But like to circle back to what we said, I mean, pain is a platform that you either are going to jump off of and sail up level, or it's gonna bury you. Yeah. And I have chosen to take that moment and really like make myself better. And so I am grateful for it. Yeah. I, I really do think that it informed so much of. Um, my growth and my healing and who I am today. And if there's anybody that's like in a situation, like it does get better. Like you can absolutely heal and you can bounce back better and you will. And you're not stupid and you're not alone. Unfortunately, like, you know, my story is very specific, but when I read your book, the things you talked about with your ex-husband felt very relatable to me. The way that he would pick apart at your body or your success or lack of success, just your job, like all of that. I really related to that.
1: Yeah. It's- and that's, you know, like, it, again, with what you're saying, I was the same way. Like, I was a strong ass bitch. You still are. Thank you. <laughs> Stronger now. But even in that relationship, I was like a strong chick. Yeah, So, course. like, I still fell into excusing that behavior. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely don't feel stupid if you've experienced something like that. If you are experiencing something like that, like we are both walking examples of how far you can come on the other side once you start demanding your worth.
0: Yeah. I mean, oh gosh. Yeah. And it all, it made me really have to confront the fact that like, I actually can give myself worthiness. Mm -hmm. I do not need men to give me worthiness or romantic partners. You know, there's something that like, I try to tell people when they're going through breakups or heartache, you know, there's the emotional side of things. And then it's confidence like confidence is about keeping promises to yourself Mm -hmm. so even if it's i'm going to drink a liter of water every day this week the inverse of that is and i'm using this as an example because it's so common and relatable not because i love bringing things back to diet i actually hate diet culture but if you say i'm starting my diet tomorrow and then you don't and you're like i'm starting my diet tomorrow and you don't and you do that for a week or two weeks you start to feel really bad about yourself yeah but if you say, I'm going to meditate every day this week, and then you do it, you start to realize, oh, when I tell myself I'm going to do things, mm-hmm. I do them. I can trust myself. Yeah. You start to build that confidence back in yourself. Yeah. It's the same as what I talk about, like, as the self-love cocktail. Yes. Yes. It's like
1: commit to showing up for yourself. Commit. Do things that l- make you experience loving yourself.
0: Yeah. I loved, I loved that. I mean, I think that you really, really have dialed in kind of how to attack that. And I did that sort of instinctually or intuitively. And now I know when I'm feeling bad about myself, I just kind of isolate and I say like, okay, where in my body do I feel this? Right, And what does it kind of look like? And really, what is the story? Yeah, And it never has to do with whatever the thing is. You know, maybe it's I got rejected from uh, like a studio is like not they're passing or a guy that I'm into is ghosting me or whatever. If I take those things and it goes into, yeah, see, um, I never get what I want and right. uh, I'm going to die alone or I'm, I'm just, yeah, like I'm not lucky or I'm not talented, whatever. That's like that hyperbolic thinking. I just have to be like, stop. Mm-hmm that's the narrative. That's the movie. We don't do that here. Like, actually, you're incredible. You're amazing. You're doing everything you need to do. Like, do you need to give yourself some self-love, some self-care today? Right. Do we need to, like, put on a movie that we like or what what do we need to do? And then course correct. Yes. But I don't know that I ever would have had that knowledge without going through
1: being broken. Yeah. So... You've acknowledged that like you attracted really similar patterns Mm, into -hmm. your life and relationships, like with the cheating, with the always like, you know, DMing other people like those were like multiple examples of like the same story playing out in different ways. So once you recognize that it was around not feeling worthy, Mm -hmm. what did you do to change that moving forward so you weren't attracting the same assholes?
0: Well, I got into therapy. So there was that. Always the first step. (laughs) Yeah. I've like my relationship with therapy is like a tango. Like we like go apart. We come back together. We go apart. We come back together. Like it's like spin me out. Bring me back. Actually, I don't even know if that's tango. Is that tango? No, whatever. I I got the reference. (laughs) (laughs) So therapy, I think it was giving myself like changing my environment. Mm -hmm. And by my environment, I meant like purging my home life, starting new habits, And then not dating. I had to put a little kibosh on that. And I had to start writing myself letters. I had to start thinking about like... What I actually wanted the future to look like, Mm. and going, okay, well, what's the distance between future me and now me? And like, how do we get myself there? Mm, I love that. And being patient with myself. Yeah. And feeling like when I started to spiral, stopping that, like stopping those neural pathways that were negative and were the story about like not being good enough and creating new ones. Yeah. And I didn't do like ketamine or any of that kind of stuff, although I know that that is some people do do that Mm -hmm. my creating those neural pathways for me it was truly like i have mantras like i will write them in my phone and it can be as simple as like i am worthy of the love that i want and i'm going to get it or i'm i'm actively getting it yeah and repeating that and sometimes i would have to repeat that to myself like a hundred times a day Mm -hmm. which sounds put it up on your mirror like all the places you're going to see it in your car yes yes and truly believing it, and doing things that refilled my cup mm-hmm. and got me deeper in touch with the things that like I loved and wanted. Yeah, you know, for some people that's going to be nature. For some people that's going to be going to art museums. For some people it's going to be with your friends. I also did reinvest in my friendships, and you know what? I have not done ever again mm. is ignore those. Yeah, I don't care if I meet. Well, I don't really believe in like Prince Charming, but like, <laughs> but, like if the night in shining whatever. Yeah waltzes into my life and whisks me off my feet i am never ever ever ignoring those relationships with my friends yeah ever because those are the people that are gonna hold me down no matter what right and i am also like constantly expanding that group mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what a good fucking lesson though because
1: i i think a lot of people will relate to when they get into a relationship kind of like allowing that to of course succumb like their whole identity and it's that's so fun so, and it's so unhealthy
0: yes it's <laughs> so fun to be like yes i'm in a couple and we're gonna do things yeah and it's the we of it all and to just spend every waking moment together no yeah forever is a really long time yeah you can do everything you want to do you just yeah. don't have to do it in the first you know month week year day whatever you yeah. know yeah so yeah and and also This is a thing for me personally, like not pushing my goals aside
1: Mm -hmm.
0: for other people. Yeah. Like committing to I think when you're a writer, it's really easy to be like, I just won't write today. Right. I want to do this thing or I need to be there for him or whatever. No, no, no. Yeah. You will never come between me and my goals now. Yeah,
1: Show up for yourself.
0: Showing up for myself. Yeah. And what's cool about that is like once you establish those boundaries, so in like any kind of crypto bro or tech bro that has a podcast, <laughs> which I've, I've heard, I mean, I don't, I'm not a regular listener of, strongest frame wins. So like if you go into negotiations, the strongest frame wins, mm-hmm. meaning like whoever knows what their limits are and refuses to like kind of back down. Right. Is going to come out with the strongest deal. And I feel like that is where I'm at in my personal life. Yeah. I have real non negotiables about my work life, my health, my friend life. Yeah. And so I no longer take the ticket, take the ride. Right. Like I also loved the journey. Like I have so many, like, oh, we're going out on a first date and you want to drop Molly at like midnight and just see what happens. <laughs> like, yeah, I've fucking done that. You know what right, I mean? Right. Like, uh, have I gotten in a car and gone on a road trip with a virtual stranger because it just sounds fun? Yes, and so glad in-
1: you're not dead, by the way,
0: <laughs> girl. <laughs> you're like, well, there were times we came. Close. I mean, no, I'm. I look back and I'm like, oh, God, I'm so lucky. <laughs> I was
1: protected by the divine,
0: <laughs> protected, and I'm also like, this is why my parents were worried. When right, they had kids, like, yeah, because we do crazy stuff. Yeah, but I loved the adventure. I loved the story. You mm-hmm. know, like hopping on an airplane to go meet a drummer in a band and having like a crazy weekend out on a lake house like yeah and having that i would i would do that but yeah. now i no longer i've had those stories i've had those experiences i'm not saying that i'm like boring but yeah, i'm but it's like knowing a what your more priorities balanced. are yeah, yeah yeah
1: and like oddly thankful for all the bullshit that you've gone through because what a gift yes. to be able to stand in your power in that sense and be like This is what I'm worth. This is what I deserve. And this is what I'm not settling for less than.
0: A hundred percent. I mean, like, God, I wish I could give that to every. Everyone. Everyone. But sometimes you have to go through it
1: to get there for yourself.
0: Oh, I think everybody has to go through it. Like, I look back at myself before heartbreak. And who I am now is closer to who I was before I ever fell in love. Yeah. But I think I'm better now. Like, the heartbreak definitely. I don't know. They say, like, diamond is pressurized carbon. Yeah. Or, like, how stones get shined by, like, being weathered. Like, I yeah. definitely relate to that.
1: Yeah, same, girl.
0: Same. <laughs> um, this has been such
1: a fun episode. I feel like we, like, laughed, got really great tea, and then also got serious and, like, gave some healing. This is very well-rounded. It's weird because there is a microphone in front of me. But I forgot lie. for the last hour. I did
0: forget. I'm like, <laughs> now I'm like, wait. What did what, I just what say? What the fuck did I just <laughs> spill?
1: No, it was all we used <gasps> fake names. It was all wonderful. Oh, I, I expected nothing less in having you on the show. Can you please tell everyone where they can find your podcast which I love? Oh, your episode um, is so
0: uh, your episode is so good. It was a lot of fun. I have a podcast called Crimes of the Heart. It's a love and dating podcast that also takes like the most kind of insane stories and I turn them into true crime reenactments that my guests and I listen to and then just discuss. It's so fun. I'm at I Could Be Blonder, which <laughs> is my AIM name when I was 12 love on that. Instagram and then at Rory I pulled on TikTok. Yeah, you post some great shit. I a lot of license plates, a lot of really <laughs> unhinged selfies. And we stuff. love Who unhinged. Knows, you know? we love
1: unhinged. Um, Rory, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your mm. crazy roller coaster of a journey that has has led you into being the badass that you are. Thank
0: you for being you. Thank you for creating the stuff that you have. I I'm so glad that I found you, and I honestly I can't wait to see what you do next because I know that you're just getting started.
1: Ditto, girl. Happy to know you.
0: Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>
1: I want to thank Rory so much for coming on today. I absolutely adore her. I hope you guys go check out her podcast. Um, It's wildly fun what she does on that show. And uh, she's just all around a good fucking human. And I appreciate her candor and her vulnerability. And shooting the shit with me today. I had so much fun recording this in person with her. And I hope you guys enjoyed it just as much as I did. I love you all so much. Uh, watch out for those fucking flying monkeys and uh, keep keep yourself safe from the narcs out there, guys. I love you. I will see you next week. All right, FMLers, if you don't want to miss an episode, make sure to follow on your favorite podcast app. And if you're loving the show, drop us a five-star rating and leave a review. You can keep up with me on Instagram at Gabrielle Stone or the podcast page at FML Talk Podcast. For all the merch and books signed personally by me, you can shop the FML line on eatprayfml.com. And as always, have a fucking self-love cocktail on me. Cheers.